When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. We're hanging out with Lori. We're hanging out with Brittany. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us, guys. What's in store for us in the 5 o'clock hour? Just wants you to know he's got nothing. He's not promoting a dental plan. Oh, good. Well, no, there's an AI. I'm just saying I'm glad that he's not doing so bad that he was actually. <laughs> yeah. That was, oh, good. He warns fans uh, uh, on Instagram. He did this Saturday. He said, there's a he said beware all in capital letters and one of the things I, I love about Tom Hanks on on Twitter and uh, you know he always signs it he did it from his first tweet Hanks like yep. an email like an email yeah or like My, a written letter and it's become his he just it has just never it. changed it <laughs> does you know? he still do that thing because I used to follow him and I can't remember if I've followed him for a while where he just says where items of clothes are in New York. Like, hey, found one glove in yes. uh, Central Park. Yes. And it's like, a, oh, cool. He thanks. doesn't do it as much as he used to. I love it. But he, beware, all in caps. So he's getting his, uh, he said, there's a video out there promoting some dental plan with an AI version of me. I've nothing to do with it. And he wrote it over the photo that they're using. And he has talked before about... One of the things that actors and writers, you know, the artificial intelligence, they don't want it. They don't want to be part of it. They yeah. don't want it being they don't want it being used after they're dead. Yeah. I mean, there's just like he's he's talked about like they are all very aware of all this stuff. So he needs to make sure that his child Chet, you know, Chet, the, oh, hot, Chet. the hot mess Chet gets this memo because you know that Chet would be using his Chet, likeness Chet's, everywhere. Chet's going to be on the surreal life, the new one. Yes. That, Shut uh, up. What, no. is it Kim Zolciak is going to be on it, but Chet is a part of I the, might have to watch I it. Well, I will watch it because I did like yeah. the surreal life. Will it still be on VH1? Yeah, well, uh, Paramount Plus. I think Paramount, because it's because under it's Paramount. All, yeah, I all. believe it's going to be on Paramount Plus. Okay. I am obsessed with Chet. There is the whole interviews that Z-Way did with him. And oh my gosh. I just die. He's crazy. He and thinks, he cannot be Tom Hanks' son. I and he thinks he's like Jamaican. He's got the oh. whole patois of oh, he's like crazy. he's Bob Marley's. <laughs> he also likes to do imp- randomly do impressions of the Joker from yeah. um, Batman, and it's it's unhinged. Is that Rita and his son? I Chet? believe so. I think so too. It's like yeah. how are you related to Tom Hanks? I'm dying because he's got another son. Well, who is like oh the very, Colin, the actor, very much so, the very LC? Tom Hanksy. Orange County movie. He was great in Orange County movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then Chet. It and is, I Chet ooh, is the first son of Rita and Tom Hanks. It is. Yes. I love Chet. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like he, I, I know he probably is the most problematic person sometimes. 
But he's funny. Well, you know, and Tom, I think, uh, doesn't support Chet. Uh, I would make sense. That would make sense, right? And so... He's got, like, DJ vibes. One of the things that, like, my mom has told me as a lesson to a mom of children, because she's like, once you're an adult, you're going to do what you're going to do. I mean, you don't have mommy and daddy influence in that way anymore. And if you get all upset about it, you're going to spend the whole rest of your life being upset about your kid. So it's a good point. It is true. And so once you're adulting and you're paying for your own life, you're going to do what you're going to do. I feel like Chad may have to never, ever speak about it. They never do a family red carpet walk. You know, they just realize that, you know, they people really just want to see Reed and Tom having a date night on the red carpet. It's so true. It's so true because they're Hollywood. They're they're goals. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They, they are. are. They've been together so long. And you know what? It also and shows you that movie. celebrities are just like just us. Just like us. Because they all have that one person, person in, the family in the family that you deny knowing. Right. You're just like, yeah. Please don't get on the mic. Yeah, kid. I know. Oh, I love him. Uh, let's see. How about, I did not see this coming. So I just, Casey and I kind of watched over a week the last season of Sex Education, the fourth and final season on Netflix. I don't know. Do you guys watch that I, show? I have never watched it. Well, I think I started with the first one and I first it was a- long. It was like it took yeah. six years for all for four seasons. It was very and stretched I, out. I was wondering about the kids if, because they're playing yeah. like late teens. teens and I'm like, they're going to age out. But they never did. They never they looked their age. I mean, they look young. They looked good. But I we watched the fourth season and um, uh, Jody Turner Smith has a role in the this fourth and final season of sex education that was just incredible. And I don't want to say anything more than that because she's not ever been on the show. I mean, Jillian Anderson, yeah. uh, you know, it's been all these people who've all been on, but Jody was in it and she was like, just, uh, just a star. And I always, She's been in different things, but the most thing that I always recognize about um, Jody Turner-Smith or what I always have thought about her is that Joshua Jackson maybe fell in love with Jody when he was with Diane Kruger. And then Julie always reminds me, no, Diane Kruger and Norman Reedus were spotted making out in a bar in... The East Village, and she was dogging. She broke Joshua Jackson's heart, and he was filming the affair. Oh my! For Showtime, and she met. uh, Who can who can resist Daryl? Yeah, I know, <laughs> from right? The, from the Walking Dead. I know, I wouldn't, especially if anything starts going south. I just assume he's got the skill yeah. set. Yeah, so anyway, Joshua Jackson, you know, and I love that show, The Affair. His heart was broken, but then he met Jody, and mm-hmm. maybe they met at a fashion thing or something, but they've been together for like four years, and they were just seen like two weeks. I mean, I don't know what's happened, but yeah. it seems like out of nowhere, and that she hired Laura Wasser. I mean, that's saying something right there. Yeah, she was at Milan Fashion Week. She was at Paris Fashion Week. He was there for part of it. I mean, I don't know what... It's listed September 13th as their date of separation. So this just happened. And, yeah, I mean, like, what 
what could pot like why the I don't know they just seem like they, they found seem, like true love with each other and they seem like they mesh and they're cute and there's Diane Kruger just still all in love with with uh, Norman Reedus <laughs> aka Daryl Dixon and also right. making out in bars and making when you're, out yeah when you have any sort of semi fame and you're making, making out, out in a, a bar, bar you just go I don't care I'm you don't. so smitten you want to be busted you absolutely you do, do. Yeah. I would say even like like you if you were wanted like if we caught you making out with somebody in a bar we'd go yeah. obviously she I mean like so yeah. to that level of fame yeah so I don't know you know if if what is I don't know what's going on, but she was at a, like, she was at the Amal Clooney, Amal and George Clooney thing, their Albie Awards. That's right. She was there alone. So, oh. I mean, they do spend, they seem to, you know. They're, they're definitely making the rounds and want to be seen out and about by themselves, or she does for sure. Well, she has been, but they are also together. They're real sunny. I, I'm just wondering what the gossip is. And We're if anyone f- saw this coming on a blind item. Please keep but, us coming with information. Sex education, people were, that edged one piece out. Just for, you know, a little, for, oh, for, for last spot. week. Yeah, yeah, for the top yeah, spot. Yeah, sex ed, yeah. Because it's been one piece, one piece, one it piece. Was, on that. And the, the sentence you said threw me off so much, yeah. and then I remembered what one piece is. It's yeah. a show. I know, my my nephew reads the... Um, Books. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The comics or whatever. Is piece. he in love with the show? He's in love with yeah. it. Yeah, it's quite magical. I yeah. mean, the special effects, and they've... No amount of money has, has seems to have been spared in making this. That's no for amount sure. of money has been spared from my sister's wallet buying that boy those books because there's like a hundred and fifty yes. of them, and he just reads through them so quick. I mean, he yeah. loves that stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to um, listen to all those or watch all those things, but I, I like to dip. I can I watch like a couple of one pieces and then I'm like I'm good for a week. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that one's a good it's it's I It's first, a good continue just like go to it once in a while and see what's going on with the kids yeah. and the pirating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the pirating. Yeah. That's what, I'm checking in on the pirating. Yeah, you, you know? got to keep your you know eyes gotta, on that. Got to recommend if you have Paramount Plus a show called The Gold, the Gold. which is a true heist that happened like 1983 Britain where 26 million dollars which in 1983 26 million would is probably worth like 50 million right now in gold bars Dang. pure gold bars and gold bars are always stamped with the serial number so which you can buy at costco yes yes um and but they were the bank robber the the robbers thought they were getting a brink car full of pounds they robbed, they got bullion. So how do you make gold, how do you wash gold, the money? Yeah. How do you even get the money? It's just so a good. wild six-episode uh, puzzle piece, true crime heist story. And what's the name of it again? The Gold. The Gold, okay. On Paramount cool. Plus. All right, that sounds amazing. Yes, just six, only four episodes have dropped, but it's just like, and it's 1983, so... They've paid, there's good music in it, and there's a, a raft of good I f- English actors you'll, rec- you'll recognize. I feel like that is the vibe I was going for when I started watching that Monopoly, the game, the that documentary that ended up being like four episodes yes. too long. Yeah. Yes, too long. It's too long, but I wanted that vibe that you're putting out by the mm-hmm. golds, and I feel like mm-hmm. that is where so I'm going to So it's a fictionalized thing of basically a true 
crime event, and it's just so well done. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really I gotta, I gotta, you know, give that one the thumbs and up. And are you watching the morning show? Yes, and How, I'm caught up. It's, you love it? it. You know what? It is. I like it's Dynasty meets the newsroom. Okay. It's soapy. It's soapy. It's soapy, which we love. I love. Yeah, we're not mad at that. I'm I not mad at it at all because it was good in Syria, like the Mitch Castle. I mean, and they do try and cover a lot of stuff, but I think the show is at its best when it's being soapy. I actually do too. I mean, yeah. and I thought season one was so good. Season two was. Okay. Okay. And so to hear season three is by, kind of back to some soapy roots. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it so, I'll still try to mimic. And John Ham is playing like this Elon Musk. I love kind of a John guy, Hamm. and he's so good at it. You know, he can play a doofus and a smarmy handsome man. Oh, I love. Him. I, you I know that smarmy. smarmy and handsome. Yeah. And we've all been there. You know, what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have no. We've problem. all met a smarmy handsome man or two. Oh, I love that. Anyway, and denied it later, and denied it later. <laughs> yeah. Just like uh, you know, sometimes in retrospect, things that you did that were one, two, three night stands, or maybe a, a one month thing. You know, oh, we well, we dated, we dated, we dated, we dated. I've said we've dated, we've to dated people that, that I don't you, even know their last names. That's for. right. That's you right. better believe yeah. that I go. Oh yes, we dated. we dated. Um, and I will leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, and there's nothing that is the vernacular that you use because not everyone can handle all the blunt, straight talk of really what it was like. In your 20s. In your 20s. I'm sorry. It I, is such a wild time. You should date a lot in your 20s. Yeah. And I did. I know. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> yeah, you know, people who didn't date in their 20s, and they might go, whoa, in their 30s. I know. It seems like that always co- you know, yeah. that comes about. That happens a lot. I it shouldn't does. say always, but I do feel like there are certain people that, especially the people that feel strongly about not doing anything in your 20s, Yeah, is there's like a weird, Wee! <laughs> like, there's... Was it oats to be sown? Yes, that yeah. is it. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we are so, we're eating into the dirt alert time, Grant. <gasps> There's I'm a sorry. lot of dirt today, too. Okay. Hey, everybody, Lori and Lori, but <clears throat> I'll speak for Julia because of how many mortgages she's done with First Equity. But um, we got a couple of great testimonial. Uh, as a well informed buyer, I still had questions about loan that Nick was able to answer quickly and effectively. He put me at ease with this very emotional process and that is kind of the thing like buying a home or refi it is can be it's, it is this emotional thing and you want to have someone that is just going to be uh easy to work with looking out for your best interests um answering all your questions and just putting you at ease because sometimes there are things that come up that are out of people's control and how they handle that is going to mean everything to you and you can count on first equity Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To do that, <clears throat> to get going, um, go to my talk keyword David. That'll get an email rolling or call uh, 763-251-8000. Is a my talk dirt alert. All right, Grant, give us the dirty, dirty dirt alert. All right. Well, last week we learned that Dwayne Keith D. Davis was arrested by Las Vegas police in connection to the shooting of Tupac Shakur. Now, uh, TMZ reached out to the one and only Suge Knight. Now, if you don't know who Suge Knight is, he in jail. He's in jail for murder for the rest of his life. He <sighs> was the original. Um, founder, owner, CEO of Death Row Records, which mm-hmm. which housed Snoop Dogg, Tupac, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, NWA, all the guys. I'm always think. glad when you're explaining this because he knows know. all the ins and outs this of this. I appreciate it, Greg. Oh, this was my world when I was a kid, which is yeah. unbelievably sad, but awesome at the same time. Um, So, right now, this is interesting. Because you love the music. I love the music. music. Yeah. I mean, Tupac was a poet. He was yeah. truly a poet. He was a man of social justice, yeah. yet he lived a thug life mentality. He was truly an my eyes, yeah. a person who meant well. And right. he learned from his mom. And we saw this in that FX docuseries, right. Dear Mama. Oh, I remember when I showed my mom that song, Dear Mama, just to show like, hey, look at this guy. Are you he both can- in tears? I was like, yeah, mom, <laughs> yeah. like it's not it's not bad music. It's, you know, he's yeah. preaching to his mom, but not enough about me. Right. Enough about me. More to Suge Knight. So TMZ reached out to Suge Knight and spoke to him over the phone in the police or in prison. And Suge Knight said that... Um, he is surprised there's finally a man arrested in the murder of Tupac, but even though there was an arrest and he was an eyewitness and Suge Knight was in the car, the BMW at the time, and he was shot as well when Tupac was shot, yeah. he will refuse to yeah. take the stand yeah. to admit to who shot Tupac. Yeah, well, they, they, yeah, this is like, they're all, no one is breaking, quote unquote, the code. The code, yeah. Yeah, and and it's been long. So justice is denied. It could be. I mean, but it see, in addition. They must have, they must feel they have him. And that's exactly, so uh, where is it here? Um, he said that regardless of what Davis, A.A.K. Keith D., has confessed in interviews or to police, shook himself won't ever say that he was the man that so so basically he's gonna no matter because right now Suge is kind of in the belief that maybe Keith D how many people were in the car well there were two people and three people in that car in the BMW but in the other car that was shooting at his car there was Orlando Anderson there was Keith D and then there was his uh, nephew um, oh I can't remember his name so right one now. of three people can be the shooter yes only. and a lot of people were saying that it was uh, Big Dre or Orlando Anderson that shot him but then in those interviews we talked about last week where Keith D claimed that he knew the shooter and said that it wasn't Orlando and that it wasn't Big Dre. That only leaves him. Him. Yeah. So this is where he put himself in a pickle. Right. Right now he's going to be investigating. He's obviously going through some sort of interrogation. But the big news is, and it doesn't surprise a lot, that Suge Knight is going to refuse to cooperate in any type yeah, of investigation. I, I, yeah, I would have I would have thought, you know, he could have maybe used that when he was trying to get out of his, hey, I could do, and he oh, didn't, yeah. you no, know. So yeah. he's, he's sticking not to the going code. to Yeah, he's sticking that. to the code, like you said. But yeah. um, another interesting um uh, I don't want to use that terminology. Let's just say the networks are at it. And this being Peacock and CBS. 
This is very interesting. So as you know, Yellowstone has recently come to CBS on Sunday nights as a rerun a re not a rerun, but a first run on CBS for people who haven't seen it. Viacom mm-hmm. owns Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. which owns CBS, okay. and Paramount Plus is where Yellowstone. That's where they were the ones who said Taylor Sheridan, "We'll give you the money, we'll yeah. write you the check." But there, it's the same subsidiary, and okay. they don't have anything to play on CBS. Yes, yeah, yeah. so they say, so, "Here we uh, go." Here's Yellowstone, and it's doing well for the and rerun. Then they did because no one. Then they did the Yellowstone. The the executive producers did their streaming with Peacock, yes. NBC, which yeah. is the most facocta thing you could do when you have what they didn't know what they had at the time. But they 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 made. The but show. it was a diss at CBS Plus, which is what CBS had at the time. Yeah, and now why it's, they you know it, why they didn't say we got to keep this all in the house. Yeah. Yes, but now Peacock has begun airing ads during CBS's Yellowstone oh broadcast God. to urge fans to start their service and watch the rest of all of the episodes unedited, unedited without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> course, oh, of Peacock, course. I'm telling you, they did two. They did two. Sneaky. That's smart. It's That's smart. smart. I uh, I love me some Peacock. They're sneaky. Yeah, they've got some good stuff on there. And if you could, if I could watch Yellowstone, although I'm kind of enjoying watching it the way I watched it when it first started. Slow and steady. Slow and steady once a week on Sunday night, but they're dropping two episodes. They're dropping two appointment. They're television. like, we're going to give you a little more a little of your of, heroin because I do. I kind of like a Sunday night show. I yeah. do love that. Mm-hmm. I uh, I what well, I really we're love having footballs or Sunday I'm, night rom com. Episode three's coming up. <laughs> coming up at the um, Vikings. Stadium next week. I uh, I love that Peacock does uncensored for the Real Housewives. Yes, because it's hilarious the things they say, and you all of a sudden realize that it's not getting beeped out, and now you're getting used to it. And you go, yeah. oh yeah, like as a grown up, I can hear the f word, and I'll yeah. be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> so in, I a, love it. in addition to that, so in these commercials, they do kind of play out that it is a war between them and Peacock. Yeah. And at the end of it, one of the characters from Yellowstone it says, "This is a declaration of war." Oh. In a humorous note. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, so they're playing off of each other, even though they're completely opposite parent companies. So very interesting approach there by Peacock over CBS. Now, uh, we talked about how the the Writers Guild of America came to uh, an agreement last week. Now, this today being Monday, SAG-AFTRA, four leaders uh, are are in talks with the Writers Guild of America that will be present at the uh, Actors Union headquarters on Monday. So the Netflix CEO Warner Brothers Discovery CEO, Disney CEO. It's all the ones that met with the writers. It's all those people. It's the same people. And you know, John Oliver, did you see that last night? Yeah. Well, no, yeah. No, I didn't. But yeah, what did he say? Well, I mean, he basically said 148 days and they could have settled this in one bleeping day because the same stuff that they went out on Mm -hmm. on day one is what they settled on 148. The writers. Did not budge. Love it. I, there's a lot of conspiracies that, like, um, some of the shows that had all these contracts in place that they wanted to wait out as well. So it, there's all these controversies of why they held back. Well, for yeah, so they long. were able to give up options that they would have had to pay. A lot exactly. of people got screwed out of money, yeah. but in the end, the studios Indian. were screwing themselves completely. Yeah, and so John Oliver is like, they could have done this day one. Day one. Yep. Yeah. 
They is the same, but no. No, yeah. God forbid it's easy. But it is a really good sign that those four people are in the room right now. That met with the writer. Very yeah. good. It should, Very good. It should be moving forward. And yes. one last thing before we get to traffic. Paris Hilton is going to be going to Twitter and taking her, or X, taking her 16.6 million followers. Is that do, all she has? Yeah, to do oh. four original video content programs a year that include live shopping programming. Well, you I'd know. Watch. Yeah. I love her. She's yeah. so funny. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, why not? I check it out. And by the way, I'm rewatching the OC, and I just saw the episode where she made her little cameo. Oh, cameo, yes. For the valley. The, for the valley. valley. Oh, I just thought it was so hilarious. Funny. I that you're so rewatching quick. that. The, he's doing the OC I for love homework. that. And he, the lighting on that is hilarious. So, yes, <laughs> love that. Love it. Hey, everybody. It's Lori here for Learning RX. And, um, you know, I don't know, I think classroom, like your conferences with your teachers, your kids' teachers will be happening in a couple weeks. But um, if you are, you know, just get in, ask the teacher, you know, I know you guys are probably not able to do everything that's going on. Are you familiar with the Woodcock-Johnson Cognitive Skills Assessment Test? Have an opportunity what do you think about what's going on? Because, I mean, the teachers want to help your kids. And they just, of course, they just can't be everything everywhere all at once for what different kids might have going on with how they're learning. So uh, you can talk to your kid's teacher about it. You can also give uh, Learning Arts the call at 952-949-6900. They have seven locations. Mention Lori and Julia so you get 50% off. Okay, I'm about to ruin possibly an innocent game uh for everybody but what i'm i i feel the need <laughs> to share this with you because um when i moved to japan mm-hmm. in fifth grade uh, that very first summer as all fifth graders, graders do. do yeah we moved my dad got transferred uh, from duluth air force base to johnson air force base in Japan, and first thing that my that all military families do is like, is there a Bible camp going on that we can send our kids to? And what days people. can they make? Can they go, go to the pool yes. on base and whatever. Yes. And we learned how to play something called John Campone. John Campone. Which we found out when we came back here to the United States five years later, people played as rock, paper, scissors. Ah. But we were in Japan, which is where John Campone came came from. Yeah. Okay. And are they also the same hands? Same rock, paper, scissors. But we'd say John Campone. And we eventually amended it to John Campone is what my sisters and I made it be. I love that. Okay. So, but how John Campone came about is that it was a game that was used... How did they put it? Um, somebody on TikTok, a lovely lady by the name of... Um, she's a British lady. And, you mm-hmm. know, you love a UK historian You on just TikTok. believe her. You believe her immediately. Yeah. She has credibility immediately. But that... John Campone is a sexual foreplay game in brothels. Whoa. Yes. It started as a sex game, and it was first... A Chinese drinking game, but when the game traveled through Japan in the 17th century, it became incredibly popular in brothels. And uh, this, there's a book called The Culture of Japan is Seen Through Its Leisure. Um, 
rock, paper, scissors, known as John Kempone in Japan, has these. It was in existence in the Edo period from at least 1700 on, and it was served sort of an innocent drinking game. Mm -hmm. Because whoever would lose it, the two out of three, would take a shot. Or as kind of a foreplay in the amusement quarters, is how this book put it. Mm. Sex. Amusement quarters. Adding that the game eventually was popular outside of brothels as adults begin playing it around the house and with their kids for doing things. But originally... It played this enormous role in the leisure life of Japanese adult and in the world of children's play for like 250 years. But that's when it went from exotic to ordinary because for a long, long time, 1700s on, up until like sometime in the like 1900s, it was for, it was like, think of it as strip. Yeah. A strip. Okay, so like you'd take layers off, off as clothes. you do it. And All there right, was a naughty it. little brothel game that yeah, they played. Oh, you're right. You're ruining this game completely because it was a totally different vibe yes. than it is now. Yeah. And then the scissors, um, that oh. the hand gesture had more to do with cutting away the clothes. Oh, I uh, see. Rather than a steamy sexual position, but... <laughs> I had once had a guy rip my shirt and I wow. never forgave him. Oh wow! Are you mad? I was so mad. Oh, see? But because if you've been I playing rock shirt. paper scissors, God, it was not like it was. It, I I thought I couldn't get my head out of you. Just ruined my shirt. Yeah. It was in a day You're and right. age where it was like no, well, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't you get couldn't. past it. And oh. if you like I the variation it. that happened in like then people would have to take off uh, the clothing in the brothel and if. The customer was losing. That made it more fun for everybody, yeah. too. Yeah. Doing, okay, so everybody's getting naked. This is That's what brothels want. so funny. That's how, and you would remove every time you lost a round. And so it was strip rock paper. And the revelations, you know, have left people like, I'm leaving you just speechless. Um, it is it. an innocent way to settle an agreement, but just know that it started out as a drinking game and then a stripping game. Huh. And a game in the John Campo, and that my sister and I were not crazy if we fought with you in Michigan about people playing rock, paper, scissor, and we were like, no, it's John Ken Point. That's how they say it in Japan. <laughs> Which is like never goes well whenever goes you, well. you've moved around enough to know. Yeah, that you it can't not... brag about your military no. experience. No. Nobody cares, especially when you're going to a school. That's civilian. Now I'm, you're. Not, we moved from on base to off base. They're like, Horrible. we don't care about whatever John Payne thing you just said. Yeah, exactly. Are you playing with us or not? Right, exactly. Um, there's a lot of anxiety that goes into rock paper scissors for me, so I wouldn't mind people oh, ruining God. it. I, I. That's how my sister. We, we still, solved everything. Yes, we still will solve things with John Ken Point. Are you gonna tell us your go to? Uh, I almost always throw down a rock or a scissor. I throw down scissors a lot. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Well, I would have smashed you with my rock. This is true. Yeah. I don't rarely keep it the same. Yeah. Like, I rarely keep it yeah. a fist because it feels like you're supposed to do something. But like, I maybe if you excited. need a new strip game or a new little game in your life, you can do a little rock, paper, scissors. I can't quit doing the hand yeah. movement now. Right. I'm just like, I need to like break out of my, I think I'm yeah. a scissors person. Now, I, <laughs> your scissors. I said, you I said, said what it. I said. You said it. <laughs> Um, so anyway, thank you, Katie Charlwood, for doing the research. And she cited her research, the uh, five different books.
books that oh, credit good. Japan. I'll check out her bibliography later. I want yeah. to see references. Uh, yeah. APA formatting. Um, I mean, I she got this. stuff from Geisha and Courtesan Life in Old Tokyo. I believe this. Yeah. I, I think it's one of those things, too, where it's such a silly game that you don't need anything to go. You know, like I could totally see this starting as something. A drinking game. A drinking but game. going back to the 1700s. That's, because what, I mean, what do you. Maybe do you there do? were a lot of dialects and this was also a way of like everyone could understand hand signals. Do you guys ever play odds and evens? I mean, it's the same concept. Yeah, where yeah. You stick a one or a two up and then whatever. Never played it, but. Yeah, we used to do that Bloody a lot. knuckles. That would be about oh. it. Yeah. Oh, my sisters and I. I well, my, my one sister and I like playing it. My, uh, my mom was like, your other sister's too little. You girls are too mean. Go beat each other up. <laughs> I can't even imagine that house. Oh, I know. Well, I was going to beat myself. Oh, that's terrible. Well, for three <laughs> days, we're the same age. I know, but I was going to say something. I had to beat myself up because right. I'm an only oh, child. Did you child, have a but... friend or a cousin who acted as that sibling? Uh, I, my cousins, yes, but they all yeah. lived far away, and I lived in the country, okay, so not really. Okay, can we get back to sex Sorry. <laughs> get back sorry. to the sex, sex Monday. Sorry, sorry, this is why you guys don't invite me on sex Monday. Well, I mean, I we are it. in. I want to encourage yes. condoms. Oops. You have got to not stop with the condoms. STDs. I'm going to put on my Dr. Lori hat. They are Thank you. out of control in America. It is an STD epidemic again. Yeah. Why? Porn. Okay. People, oh, let me try. No, no. Sorry for that. If you want to see the... <laughs> The place where moonlight and sunbeams come sparkling down. <laughs> okay. Strap it you on, are baby. going to have to wear the raincoat. Yeah. <laughs> and now there's so many. And so it is really shocking. The Centers for Disease the CDC, gonorrhea has spiked in this country. It's super gonorrhea, isn't it now? Yes. T- almost 30%. Syphilis by a staggering 74%. Because syphilis is can be like herpes, silent. You can't see it, you can't smell it, you can't hear it. <laughs> it's, well, no, it's true. I think I'm trying to be. True. I'm trying to remember to be specific because some uh, people it's are just silent. carriers yes. and just send it. You know, whatever. Think of it and as then, COVID of the rock. God, I wish I could remember. If, <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, microbiome. We learned yeah. all these things about, like, which one. Because one of them will make women infertile. So it's like yeah, mental care. Yeah, cl- chlamydia. I think that's chlamydia. chlamydia. 74% for sy- syphilis in one, in 2020 to 2021, which the, is the latest that we have. This may be a dumb question, but yeah. you just said over there, Brittany, mm. some people can be carriers and not know it. You don't see any visible signs. It's like herpes is also like that. Another reason to wear a condom. Really? Yes, herpes. Someone does not it. have to have a, a big old, I mean, you know, it can be Silently hiding, yeah. dormant. Uh, you know how like, they'll say, talk about you going every month? Well, that's not even true. Like People will talk about outbreaks. Yeah. Some people will go years without any without outbreak. Without an outbreak. And, and then, then it'll they come have up. something it, happen or they're stressed. Or, like, yeah. it's, it's, um, since it's a genital wart, uh, warts can stay dormant for a long time. If you know how like sometimes you'll randomly get a wart on your foot or something on your yeah, whatever? Yeah. All of that stuff is just... Biting Lying, its time yeah. mm-hmm. and then can oh. expose itself. It actually doesn't want to be seen. I mean, a lot of those things. They're so, hidden for a reason. Yeah. Looking for a new host. 
you want to put it that way. So, I mean, honestly, and and then, of course, the CDC, you know, thank you. But they really want young people to be more vigilant. And there is a feeling in the sex education community of which I can feel like I can speak, uh, you know, third cousin like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I don't say third cousins are sex. Okay, but just from the reading and stuff, is yes. that there is sort of this thing, oh, let me just try it without a condom. Yeah. Okay, it, all it takes is one time. We're not for here you for that. To get, we, we're Listen. not here for that. And if you like me enough, you're oh, just we going to do this. When we were in our 20s, we'd say, people would say, don't worry. No, uh, I'm birth control. No, no, I know. I'm yeah. saying birth control because they would always say that our biggest fear was getting pregnant. And yeah. so it was always like, don't worry, I'm on the pill, or don't worry, I'm this or that. But... Stay worried. Stay worried. Yeah. Yeah. And don't go to Mississippi without double pack of condoms. Mississippi, Louisiana, Alaska, South Carolina, South Dakota, Alabama, Georgia, Arkansas, New Mexico, and North Carolina are the top 10 states (laughs) for uh, the most... If it wasn't for Alaska, I, I would say stay away from a certain so, area. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alaska's anyway, bringing us back up. Just don't have any shame in your condom game. No. Keep it going. Love because we are just like, it's too much. I love it. It's too much syphilis. We, ap- we appreciate this extra sexy Monday you're putting on. <gasps> yeah, I'm sorry. All That's right. okay. No, it's actually super it's important. Good, it's time to go. It's- look at him. Taylor Swift says to her Ugh. friend, look at-, at him. Just like the teeth in it. I was like, look at her. She just wants to bite him. Yeah, oh. I, I will say as a, you know, someone who really... Probably those two hours that I watched, because we just We're watched it. Yeah, with Casey, um, with football, I was really wondering about um, why Kansas City was scrambling so much, and it was seemed hard to beat the Jets, who had a quarterback to to me who looked like he was. Yeah. 18 years old. He's yeah. so, so young. He's a babe. And tender looking. He, you know? he, ha- he has moments of greatness. Very few. Okay. He had one of those moments during the But the Jets the third... were all over Kansas City. Yeah, and that's the thing. is That's why there was so much hype behind this team. Because with Aaron Rodgers and the rest of the team, it was a really good team. But when okay, you lose Aaron, it. that's a big factor. Now, this team outside of Aaron is still they pretty seem good. To, they seem There's... to chase Patrick Mahomes all over the place. Are yeah. we thinking he's coming back? Back, Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 I mean next year he's going to try. Yeah, oh, he's not going to try. Oh, he he is one hundred percent going to come back. He will. I, is an Achilles a, an achievable oh, thing yeah. to recuperate? He, from? But I'm just surprised he was back. like the amount that he was actually walking. What neck with his? It looked like my his neighbor uh, Kenna, who's supposed to use her crutches, but just walks around with them. Yeah. I was like, I was waiting for some mom to come yell at him, going, "Use yeah. your crutches!" Yeah. Right, right. Nah, he's got too much of an ego to walk yeah. away like this. He's going to try at least. He's going to give it a shot. Guarantee right. it. Yeah. Guarantee it. Brittany, I'm so glad you're here. I don't think Julia would be as... She's not as giddy as I am about trailer. Listen, <laughs> I don't have a lot... Like We're about to go into winter. We are about to be... You know, this might be our... I'm very excitable in general. Yes. But like, <laughs> why wouldn't I be? Good gossip. Oh my yeah, God. But, Watching her and her crew, we just kept texting yeah. last night, me, you, and Julia, and it was like, oh my God, are they there? Are they in the stadium? I had a psychic reach out to me, Ruth, and Ooh. she was like, I know that they're in this, you know, whatever. I was like, they're Girl, together. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. I love it. Well, I'm, I'm having fun with it. She's certainly smitten, and yeah. he seems smitten, and now the friends have been brought in. 
You know, like he's probably mad. She's already, she was last weekend, she was at his family house. I know. Here's before the thing. they left for the game. But she's always been oh, just a good mom. I like, know. Moms a, love her. She's the type that's like, I'm trying to have a fling, people, and I am meeting your mom, <laughs> yeah. and I'm trying to just have like yeah. a fun weekend, and that's not, I guess, fine, I'll marry you. I've got a round right. face. I'll marry you. Fine. <laughs> I'll end up doing that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's People got weird thoughts on it and weird opinions on it. I'm just having a blast Same. watching these I think worlds we, collide. I think that's the minority. Yeah. And I don't know why it's made some real football fanatics like just very upset. <laughs> and the mega bros yeah. are very upset. And they think Kelsey, the trailer, is like, you know, like they're single-handedly ruining people. And I'm just like, let us enjoy this. This... This would not be a pitch meeting they would take at Hallmark if they said pop queen of the world or whatever yeah. you want to give Tay, whatever her nickname is, meets uh, a football guy uh, who's okay. who's a Super Bowl winner, who's her first athlete that she's really dated after a, a, a good vault of, you know, having boyfriends who were actors yes. and musicians. I also think we have to tap into a vernacular that we know well. It's coming off very pick me girl. Um, you're the Ooh. you're the girl who's best friends with the guy that I am dating, and you are making sure that I know that you knew him first. Right. It's very it's so pick me. And it's weird. What so do you call it? Pick me. Pick girlfriend. me. A pick, pick me girl yeah. is very much so. Yeah. Like, oh my god, you're wearing makeup. That's hilarious. I would never write Travis. We would. Right. I would. Remember that time in Cancun, Travis? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, we were so drunk. Right. It's oh, like we get it. it. Mm-hmm. You 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 were friends with Travis first. Mm-hmm. We're fine with that. You get him when we're done with him too. Guess what? He will be there. <laughs> right. Well, we'll still pretend to, you know, check in on him in here and yeah. there, but don't worry. I just hope that we don't get any kind of a, you know, I just remember how mean the Dallas fans were with Jessica Simpson yes. and, and blaming Tony Romo. her Tony Romo. for Tony Romo's playoff, playoff loss. loss. Yes. But just going back to what you're saying yeah. with people getting upset last week, remember that TikTok challenge that was going around where they were messing with their fathers and brothers? <laughs> Brother and was insane I've got the a, Taylor game. I've got a 20 second clicker okay. that I want to play just to give people an idea of how it's okay. upsetting NFL fans. Oh, gosh. I can't believe how many people know about Travis Kelsey like now because no one knew who he was before. Oh, Rachel, he's the, the best tight end in football and he's won two Super Bowls. Nobody knows And he, he used to have his own reality show. Oh, God, like that's something. And, Cassie, Cassie. <laughs> and he was also, and he and his brother, his brother. were a big deal. Yeah, but Taylor Swift, like, put him on the map. No. 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 <laughs> that's such a funny clip. Oh, God, I oh, love it. they're getting that. possessive over it. It's hilarious. It's so good. I mean, that kind of clip is funny. I do love it when you say that. I've been saying that last week and I keep saying, you know, I, it's... Have fun with it. Life's too short. Enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy no, it, it is the best kind of gossip. And really, since Barbenheimer. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll yeah. take it. And we're guess what? We're going to probably dress up for that event as well. So exactly. here we go, here baby. We go. Buckle your seatbelts. We're coming for you. <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. Bye. Job done. Off you go.